0: Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest has mentored among many, 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 many others that Eli Manning guy we've been discussing today. One more chance to catch Eli on national TV. Eagles at Giants Thursday night football at the pro level, of course. Among your options this weekend in college football will be Coach David Cutcliffe's 4-1 and one Duke Blue Devils. Five years removed from Duke's trip to the ACC title game, Devils have another of their better teams. They face dangerous Georgia Tech in Atlanta on Saturday afternoon. Coach Cutt, National Coach of the Year five years ago. He's been the SEC Coach of the Year and the ACC Coach of the Year. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. You're going to squeeze in some Eli Manning time tonight? Uh, I've got to, you know, because,
1: I mean, just like you would naturally know, I haven't really seen him play a, a down this year. I know when he was here in the spring with his guys, he was throwing it great. He felt great physically. He looked great. I mean, nobody has to, 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 tell me when and say, well, he can't. I know he can. A, a lot of times, obviously, you are in a system, circumstance. Kind of hate that the guys literally, gone through about five different kinds of systems. Not, not just a little bit different. A yeah. lot different. So I think that takes its toll a little bit. I'd never make excuses for him, but he knows when he can play and when he can't play. I know to start with he felt great about this opportunity and season's still young.
0: You might have just answered my next question, but I'll ask it anyway. Maybe you have more to add. He's get for a two time Super Bowl MVP. He gets a lot of criticism. He's 37 years old. And the way the argument goes nowadays, coach, is for a while he might not have had a supporting cast that was very good. But now he has Saquon Barkley at running back. He has Nate Solder at left tackle. He has Odell Beckham Jr., another wide receiver draft pick. He has a tight end in Evan Ingram. So they have helped him with a supporting cast. Uh, you're not watching him week in and week out, but w- what else can you add? Changing the changing of systems, I would imagine, can disrupt any quarterback uh, at any experience level.
1: It's never easy, and you know, the, to contrast uh, Peyton and and Eli, you know, Eli obviously won more, you know, uh, initially Super Bowl. Peyton got two out of three, I guess, right? Yep. Uh, but it's a um, Peyton's so different. The the time within Indy, he basically took a lot of our system, the protection system. He dominated it, ran it. Um, that's why he looked like he did. Uh, we would at times, you know, want Eli to be more demonstrative about what he liked and how he wanted to do things. You mm-hmm. know, I've always believed that that quarterback, when they're special, they're the functional part. You got to listen to what they have to say. And Tom Moore, who was. Longtime coordinator for the Colts with Peyton, he said, "You better check your ego at the door if you're going to coach Peyton Manning." Yeah, and you know he took to to Denver, and he, and that program changed a lot because he put his system in. So it's it's hard, and and it's not terminology; it's timing, it's mechanism, and um, but Eli is certainly a great player, has been a great player. I hope he can can find it again. Uh, But it does take not just a supporting cast, but a team. Uh, It takes the way you practice. It takes every little attention to detail. It takes being on the same page with your receivers. I don't know what Odell's doing or not doing. But I know with his ability also comes the chance that a receiver can fool a quarterback, which will lead to – To interceptions in particular one that has got so much creativity and ability, but the most critical part of it is being on the same page. And as a coach, you got to make sure that's happening. You got to control both parts and you've got to make sure that happens on the practice field. So, co- yeah, go pretty complex I, I know that's long but you, you hit something that's obviously pretty passionate for me because I love the guy no
0: yeah. doubt about it coach Cut is joining us follow him on Twitter at David Cutcliffe his Blue Devils not only four and one as they head to Georgia Tech to deal with that triple option they have one of the more impressive non-conference resumes in the entire country they went to the Big Ten and beat Northwestern on the Wildcats field they went to the Big 12 and beat Baylor on the Bears field they beat Army to open the Season and now it's back to conference play. The one game they dropped was at home to Virginia Tech before an open week. What was the most important thing you accomplished in the aftermath of that home loss to the Hokies in preparation for Georgia Tech?
1: Well, we didn't we didn't play very well against Virginia Tech, and so you you, you have to study why. I didn't think we played exceptionally well against you um, and uh, Central.
0: Yeah, and so yeah.
1: NC Central. So it's. Um, it is, you, you go back, and the first thing I did, I asked our coaches to give me a report, and, and don't self-scout uh, players or or anything like that. I want us all to self-scout ourselves. I started with me. When your team doesn't play as well as it should, it starts with the head coach. There's no question. So uh, we, we tried to correct some things before we ever got on the field. That's why I canceled one of the days of practice, because – I didn't think just Monday and, and Sunday afternoon, we gave the staff off Sunday night and we should have. But I didn't think that was enough time to really decide what needed to be corrected on our end. Um, and then so we spent Monday and Tuesday, normally we would practice, gave the players off. But also there were things about players, things like what I just talked about. Let's be on the same page at quarterback and receiver. <clears throat> Let's make sure that all parks are working together on defense technique at corner, technique at linebacker, uh, pass rush techniques, uh, pass protection techniques. I had a list that was longer than anybody around here wanted to see, you know? So we went to work and we got really good quality work. We focused for two days on as much as we could and then I told them, this is not the end. Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we've continued on the same path. We've got a big old challenge in Atlanta, but I can promise you we won't beat them if we're not better. Uh, forget what Georgia Tech brings and all the talent and skill they bring. Right now, I'm really focused on how do we get Duke better.
0: 4-1 and one Duke at Georgia Tech on Saturday. David Cutcliffe is joining us. Coach, we saw a really well-done feature by Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic. Uh, I don't know how, how much of your media you see, but one of your answers to her question reminded me that after 11 years of appearances on our statewide show, there aren't many questions left that we have not asked you, I don't think. Uh, maybe you and Mrs. Cutcliffe, do you still learn new things about each other every day, or have you asked each other every question you could possibly ask each other? You know,
1: I, I think we both still learn um, more about each other. We're both... Empty nesters for the first time in 31 years. Yeah, wow. Because Emily came, you know, late in the process. And so she is, and so there are things you learn about each other that you don't even realize because your life is filled with children. Yeah. Um, And we've always put our children first, but it's interesting to sit down with a dinner. I don't get to do it often, but when I get through here, like I'm going to go home and have dinner tonight at home. And then I come back to work. But, wow, that's pretty cool to what you can pay attention to. Right. And uh, maybe I'll be a little better uh, as a husband just from that kind of focus. So I do think continue
0: to learn. Well, what was cool in Nicole's article about you, uh, you answered a question about why you turned down professional coaching offers to stay, of course, in the college ranks where you've been for decades. You have answered that on our show, but I liked your answer so much in her article, I want you to answer it again for our statewide audience because clearly you have a special appreciation for your role in young men's lives. And although I'm sure you'd have a lot of fun in the NFL if you ever did that, Uh, Just put in your own words, what best explains why you've been a lifetime lifetime college guy?
1: Well, I'll first say this I've been intrigued. Uh, I did listen to some offers because of just the pure football part of it, because I do love coaching quarterbacks. I love coaching football players. But I, I, I knew I would never do it. The reason I got in this business. Was to make a difference in young people's lives, and I think I told her that, you know, maybe this is corny. I don't know. Maybe people would take fault with this, but I, you know, championships are great. I've got championship rings. I've had trophies, but to watch young people blossom, geez, you tell me there's a comparison? Yeah. And that's what I get to do every day. People should be jealous of the job I have. Because these formative years, these 18 to 22 years of age, you do watch manhood starting to take place. And uh, our coaches have that responsibility. I'm not talking about Duke's coaches, all of us at this level. We can't run from it. And if you do, you're wrong. You'll be held accountable at some place at some time if if you do run from it. That may be a different answer than I'm – and I exactly gave her, I don't recall yeah. what I said, but that's something similar, I know.
0: Well, you know, even if corny is one of the adjectives, you know, meaningful, worthwhile, <laughs> well, there's a lot of other adjectives that even if they're next to the word corny, uh, I think it's still worth celebrating. As we let you go and as you head to Atlanta to face Georgia Tech... Uh, I feel like I understand your football team fairly well. I don't understand the team you're about to face. I mean, sometimes they're putting up 66 points, and against Pitt they couldn't even get to 20 points. Um... Paul Johnson has the wishbone. You're actually an offensive guru in your own right who I'm sure at some point contemplated what style of offense you wanted at Tennessee or Mississippi or now at Duke. What are your general thoughts from one offensive genius to another about the unique challenges that you and your devils will be dealing with as you face whatever your favorite phrase is, triple option, wishbone, and whatever Paul Johnson has at Georgia Tech?
1: Well, you know, I have a, a wishbone background, so I understand the offense. Um, I think what Paul has done, and the reason you've seen that they got good players, so they're they're experienced up front. They come off the football, and that's the first challenge. They come off the ball different than anybody else you're going to play. They're lower. Uh, I mean, it's it's a lot of defensive linemen. Don't like playing against this offense. Yeah. You've got to develop a mentality. That's number one. Number two is it is a sideline to sideline, but it's got to be played defensively just like it's run, inside out. you got to stop the fullback first. Uh, their first and third leading rushers on their team are both quarterbacks. That's not unusual for a, a really good triple option attack. Uh, it's very difficult to stop a fullback, and stop the quarterback. That's why the quarterbacks are going to lead in rushing. There are certain wishbone teams that the top three rushers are going to be fullbacks. But if you spend too much time, and what they're doing good right now is they're running their their option all the way out really well. If you spend too much time stopping the fullback and the quarterback, look what their A-backs are averaging per rush. It's over 11 yards per rush. So when they're getting the ball pitched, you're, you're getting blistered so it's uh it's a good play action um offense and it's a good offense to use the entire field and that's why it's effective and he knows how to teach it uh, better than anybody i've been around just put it that way i mean he's the best in the business at running that offense
0: in football i will be fascinated to see how your four and one blue devils do at georgia tech and in life i will be fascinated. To see how David and Karen Cutcliffe, the 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 longtime. Husband and wife, how you guys get to know each other even better in your empty neps nest stage of life. That's going to be maybe even <laughs> more fascinating than anything that unfolds on the football field. Coach. Well, hey, David,
1: my biggest fear is i got to make sure that she likes me. Yeah, right. You know? hey,
0: <laughs> I, hey, I'm only 20 years in, coaching. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, about. Maybe, maybe with just her and I there, she's like, I married you? you know, <laughs> who knows? Good luck against the Yellow Jackets, and thanks for the time. All right, take care. Hey, there are some famous stories about the couple that goes through raising children and maybe building a business or maybe you're both working or maybe only one of you is working and the other is raising the children. And then, of course, you're interacting for 20 years or whatever the length is. And then I remember former NC State coach Tom O'Brien, you know, all guys have these punchlines and they're saying it somewhat tongue-in-cheek. But he said that when he had retired from coaching – He spent less than a week with his wife at their retirement home at the beach. And she said to him less than seven days into their retirement together. Hey, Tom, you got to find something else to do, man. It's just, this is (laughs) I, I love you. And I've been married to you for a long time and we've raised a wonderful family, but now that it's just the two of us and you're not game planning and you're not recruiting and you don't have these responsibilities where you leave the house every day, uh, no, it's just not going to work. you you got to find something else to do. That's as Coach O'Brien told the story. There are many like it. I don't think Coach Cutt and Karen will have any large obstacles to overcome, but one more thing to watch as the Blue Devils try to build on their 4-1 record on the field and as the Cutcliffe couple goes into empty nest syndrome.